what did you guys eat for breakfast? Uh, nothing. Nothing yet, yeah. Just some coffee. Yes, only coffee and vitamins. <laughs> you are listening to the Music on Your Own Terms podcast. This episode is sponsored by the Skinny Armadillo Print Company, located in Fort Worth, Texas. You may remember I talked to Justin back in episode 5 about the merch industry and his passion for music and working with bands and artists. Do you need help with your merch? Skinny Armadillo specializes in quality apparel decoration, including screen printing, embroidery, design, digital on-demand printing, web stores, fulfillment, and more. Contact Skinny Armadillo now to find out how you can grow your merch sales, discover the current printing technologies, or to get a quote. Call 817-546-1430 or visit theskinnyarmadillo.com. That's 817-546-1430 or visit theskinnyarmadillo.com. Make sure you stay up to date with the podcast by signing up to the mailing list at musiconyourownterms.com. There you will find show notes to every episode and links to other resources. Welcome to episode 38 of the Music On Your Own Terms podcast. This is actually the first intro I'm recording in my new office slash studio. Um, and as you'll hear, this little closet vocal booth Definitely need some sound treatment, so it's definitely a work in progress. So just bear with me. Kicking off February's interviews is Greek prog metal band Poem. I talked to guitarist Lawrence and drummer Stavros about their musical history, touring with Amorphous, and a special insight into what it's like to party on the bus with the band Textures. We dig into the state of the industry, explore the challenges of going on the road, and hear how the guys are able to make a living while building the band to a viable financially stable position. Poem's music is squarely in my wheelhouse. They're definitely a band I'll be keeping tabs on going forward. Make sure you check them out. And with that, let's get in it with the guys. All right, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm joined all the way from Athens, Greece by the guys in the prog metal band Poem. I've got Lawrence and Stavros. Thanks for joining me. Hello, Simon. Hello. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, so let's uh, let's get a bit about the uh, the band itself. Um, you know, maybe a bit of history. Okay. And what you do what you do in the band as well. Nice, Stavros. You want to start? Or do you yeah, why not? Um, okay. First of all, I would like to say uh, thank you very much for uh, this invitation. Uh, in behalf of the band. Um, the band was formed many years ago and uh, George Prokopio, the vocalist, is the only member from this uh, lineup, from the old lineup. Uh, then uh, I, I took the place of uh, the drum of Camille, which was the old drummer, and uh, Lawrence, uh, the guitarist, uh, came afterwards in uh, the place of uh, George Anagnostu, the former guitarist. Um, we had many, we had, you know, we have this, this lineup for, uh, many years now, I would say about, uh, how many Lawrence, how many mm. years we played together? Five, 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 five or six. Okay. Yes. Five, six, yeah. And, uh, yes. And, uh, the good thing is that, uh, now we, now that we are many years together, we are something like, you know, our music is more mature and, uh, we can uh, go on recording things. We, uh, we can go on, uh, having better live appearances. Uh, so what uh, I, I can say about this is that uh, uh, if we if if we stick together like this in this lineup after so many years, 
then everything will go on better and better. Yeah, to, I mean, to me, to, to me, it sounds uh, it sounds very much kind of mid 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 era Opeth meets Tool. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of different influences, but I I've been streaming and and I think it's it sounds awesome. Oh, thank you. So you, thank you've, you. You've definitely gained another fan. So <laughs> thank, thank you, you very much. Thanks a lot. No problem. So let's yeah dig into your history. I mean, Lawrence, uh, I I noticed that you were born in uh, Gothenburg, Sweden. Yeah. And then you moved to Athens to study music. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What What prompted the move? Oh, uh, yeah. It's uh, the move was actually a kind of a spontaneous thing, you know. Uh, so I came back here. I was, uh, you know, I had a crush on a girl, and uh, I was young, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I have to move back. Uh, that didn't work out, but anyway, so <laughs> I got stuck here, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I was, I was into music since I was very young, so uh, started about five or something, playing uh, violin and then piano, and uh, okay, you know, after that I picked up the guitar. So uh, yeah, I, I decided to stay here and uh, you know continue studying and practicing and playing, and I joined different bands, and uh, you know, so it kind of went that way. It wasn't something epic around uh, surrounding, you know, the <laughs> the move. Yeah. But is your is your family Swedish or is your family Greek? Yeah. So uh, actually, they all live in Sweden now. They uh, my brother moved there, my sister moved there. So uh, we're we're actually half Swedish, half Greek. You know, my mother is Greek, my father was Swedish. Uh, he's passed away now. So uh, oh, sorry to hear. Oh, thank you. No problem. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're we're half Swedish, half Greek. Actually, you know, awesome. like bastard uh, kind of thing, you know, hmm. like Jon Snow and uh, no. <laughs> right. So what what got? I mean, what was the impetus of getting you into music in the first place? What what was that that moment you'd like? I have to do that. Mm, okay, I, I don't know if I had that moment because uh, you know my my mom uh, she insisted that I should start playing uh, the violin when mm -hmm. I was so young, so I can't even remember how I started, you know. So then it just kind of went on, and uh, I guess I guess she did a right move because. Uh, it felt it felt right, and uh, when I you know started practicing more, and when I got older, I realized that this is what I want to do. So uh, this this my thing, you know. It just mm -hmm. followed through. Awesome. Yeah, but I guess the guitar maybe if you, if we're more specific about that, it, it was started with maybe punk rock stuff, and uh, you know I was into punk rock when I was younger, and uh, maybe in my teens. And, okay. Uh, I wanted to play that kind of thing, you know. Mm. Cool. What about you, Stavros? What made you pick up the drums? John Bonham. <laughs> Very direct. Cool. <laughs> now, uh, like Lawrence said, uh, I was studying uh, piano at the age of, uh, you know, when I was in the second grade, mm -hmm. uh, at about six, seven years old, uh, for uh, four years or five years or so, but I wasn't that much into the classic, you know, method. Uh, okay. I didn't like I didn't like it very much. There's the, the restricted, uh, you know, this restricted uh, studies that you have to do, mm -hmm. and uh, I wasn't fond of piano very well. I, di I didn't like piano that much at that age. So uh, a friend of mine uh, uh, gave me his drum set at home, and I had to go to and I didn't go to school for about a month. I was playing drums wow. all day long, and uh, ah. I'm I'm still trying to do it. You know, <laughs> and now you don't since, have school. I mean, so yes, it's since it's nice, since, huh? <laughs> since that, <laughs> and I'm playing the same thing. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, so that's how it started, uh, and uh, yeah. I, I will never forget the feeling uh, when I was at the, you know, when I was very young and I listened to the groove of John Bonham mm. on, in all the, the on all the Zeppelin songs. I loved this groove when I was very young, and that's how I started. You know, thinking of oh my god, how how. How can he apply this feeling into the drum set, and how can he play this? If he didn't, he doesn't. Uh, he didn't play, you know, very difficult stuff. But mm. the motion that uh, he gave to the set, or to the recordings, or to the live appearances, was amazing for me when I was very young. And then I started, you know, uh, watching other drummers how they play, you know, with. Uh, more difficult stuff, stuff and things like that. And then I started started studying. Uh, mm -hmm. percussions and drums mm. awesome so I, re I read some of the lyrics and they're uh they're very dark they're very introspective um are they dealing with uh 
loss and depression maybe or what are what are the subject matter that you you're going after um lawrence do you want to answer or oh, yeah, yeah. you can answer as well i mean you you've written most of the things uh, okay so, uh, you know, especially it's something, on unique. Yes, yeah. I think it's something that, uh, well, as like Lauren said, uh, I I wrote most of the lyrics, but uh, mm. I think that uh, it's something that has to do with the band because when I write the lyrics, I don't think about myself. I think about the concept, you know, and okay. uh, what we want to to give to the to the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that it's uh, somehow in in uh, some metaphorical ways. It's uh, it's somehow the reality that we live in, the the, the prospect that we give into matters, or, or mm-hmm. you know how we see things into life. So I wouldn't say that everything in our lives it's uh, you know very nice. Yeah. Uh, I think that most of things are uh, not very well. So why not to uh, to to apply in lyrics? You know this this kind of uh, stuff that are going on into our uh, into our lives regarding society regarding i don't know feelings uh, religion maybe uh, war uh, politics politicians and stuff like that uh, i know that they may sound uh, you know a bit cliche but uh, these are things that uh, you know they give you the um, the inspiration to write the lyrics and uh, I I would like to I, I I'd like to believe that they are uh, in a more in a more theatrical way, with mm-hmm. uh, irony, and okay. and things like uh, you know things like irony in them. Sure, right. Yeah. But uh, regarding the you know the unique concept, uh, it it has uh, I think it has a lot of do to do with. Um, uh, you know how we uh, how the world perceives uh, someone with uh, yes, exactly. a different kind of mindset. You know, yes. it's, okay. uh, it's not it's not correct to say mentally ill because it's not a nice term. I think it's very uh, you know um, no because um, we give it in a, of yes in a metaphorical yeah, because, way. Yes, but people that have a different mindset than the than the norm, maybe mm. I think that's uh, that is what uh, the latest album is about. Uh, you know, lyric wise, right, Stavros? I mean. Uh, uh, yes, of course, and uh, uh, yes, it's, the... it's about yeah. It's about uh, you know the um, solitude that, uh, you can feel when uh, you're you f- you feel that you think that you're not understood by you know people that surround you. Okay. Yes. While in reality, we are actually units that uh, we all try, try to yes. We, we all try to fit in, and I think we have kind of uh, you know kind of a similar mindset. All of us, but we just don't realize that because when you close yourself in, because mm-hmm. of uh, maybe anxiety or depression or uh, uh, dis- I don't know bipolar disorder or whatever, you feel like uh, you're alone. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Uh, yes. Yeah, so we try, uh, we, we try to be unique. We try but to we're show not. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We awesome. feel unique, but yeah. we're not. We're all manipulated to be the same. That's how it is. That's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the dichotomy of uh, Maslow's hierarchy. We're all the same, but we're all different. Exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Simon. Yeah. Sorry. Maybe you're gonna hear some uh, vaping sounds when you get the recording, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I hope that's okay. <laughs> does vaping make a sound? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It does. Like this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a diver, you know. Yeah. Diver. Like a holy, holy, holy diver. <laughs> holy driver. <laughs> holy driver. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So um, I look I, I I looked at your uh, your previous um, touring schedule um, mm. and you've been you've been around uh, is it safe to say you've been around pretty much the whole of Europe so far with this yeah. this lineup? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Except, yeah. Awesome. except maybe been. a few countries, but not. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, most but of them. We, yes. Yeah, we. I mean, we did uh, the, the mini Balkan tour uh, on our own. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had this great tour with Amorphis, the first big one we did. Awesome. Which uh, took us to almost, I think, whole the whole of Europe. Cool. Yes. I mean, we went uh, to Scandinavia, you know, uh, Central Europe, Western Europe. Uh, mm-hmm. Balkans. It was pretty, yeah, pretty immense that one. Yes, so, yeah. it was it was the first one and the biggest. Yeah. Great. 
Um, and then I noticed that George the singer has another band called uh, Mother of Millions. Yes, um, yes, which I also checked out, which is great. So how do yeah. you how do you manage um, you know scheduling two you know two bands that are, are on the road and doing doing stuff? Oh uh, yeah, that, I think that's a better question for George. But uh, okay, sure. Uh, I, I mean he's uh, he's uh, he's doing this. Uh, he he manages this very well because he's. Uh, you know he's straightforward to both bands, yep. so uh, he, he's he's told uh, Mother of Billions, uh that you know if I have a tour scheduled with a Poem, we uh, won't be able to do tours those dates or you know whatever. So, but up to now it's been fine. We don't we didn't have any conflicting dates yes. or anything. We it's sort we sort yeah. everything out. You know we just talk to each other and uh, we discuss it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and I mean. Yes. Yeah, they're friends. They're all very yes, good friends with we're, us. We're they are guys friends. from the other band as well. So yeah, yes. yeah. We're, all, we're, like, like we're really band. good friends. And uh, George, I, I think that uh, he made an uh, you know an explanation to the guys that uh, I I you know poem is the band that I created, the band that I like. So uh, yeah. my priority is poem. That's okay. that's yeah, how yeah. it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Um, I'm regarding, for, sorry, sorry, regarding the, the tour-wise, I'm talking about, you know, yeah, tours yeah. or live, uh, or live yeah. appearances or gigs. So if, uh, if you know, there are, uh, uh, some, uh, dates that are closed, then, uh, priority will be poem for jobs. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and for people listening, I mean, uh, that, that haven't experienced a big tour, what are the, what are the challenges that you face when you're touring? Mm. Many. <laughs> Where to start from, uh, Lawrence? The big ones. The big ones. The big days. ones. Uh, I think uh, money. Well, the, big, <laughs> the biggest one is pr- yeah, it's, it's money. Obviously, I mean, uh, you gotta have money to tour if you're sure. a small band like we are. Uh, it's not free, <laughs> and uh, you don't always get paid, so uh, that's a challenge. You have to, uh, you know, budget your whole life around this. Uh, uh, plan your whole. But mm-hmm. life's budget around uh, what's going to happen if you're going to have to tour. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's the biggest challenge because, exactly. you know, we live in Greece as well. So, uh, yeah, it's not easy to... Uh, yes, to have you know. Know, some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, other than that, I mean, uh, it, it's it's the music afterwards, I think. You know, yes, uh, if you're touring many days... Maybe. Yeah, the time schedule. I mean, if you're touring many days in a row, it can get very you know uh, exhausting you yes. uh, it's very tiring. you don't sleep well uh, yeah you you have to perform every day and uh, <clears throat> uh, and you have to perform you know the best you can every day as well sure. you can't say oh i'm so tired i can't play well today because if 10 people are there to see you they don't give a fuck if you're tired exactly. you know? so <laughs> sure. so you have to so you, have, you have to do your best i think that's maybe for me i don't know if stavros agrees but uh yes the I two agree, biggest but, ones maybe yeah but I, I would say that uh after many years and after uh, those tours i would say that yeah. uh we just deal with the problems because we want to keep on doing what we're doing you know yeah. We don't. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. We sure. just deal with the problems. They. They are. Uh, you know. They come in front of us, but uh, we deal with them as if we were expecting them somehow. I don't know if uh, you can understand me because sure. if you if you want to do something and you want it real bad, uh, then you will deal with everything as if you are expecting it. Mm. Oh, that's a great. That's a great mindset to have. Um. So do you guys do you guys both make a living from music, or do you do something else right now? Or oh yeah, Stavros. Uh, well, uh, last last years I tried to, um, okay. re- except from the band I uh, have some uh, students that I have some lessons with them. Uh, yep. And uh, and I am uh, also a graphic designer, so you, it's it's very hard to you know to. Uh, to make money only from music, you 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 have to do something else. But we hope that uh, with the next album or with uh, album after the one that we're going to compose, mm-hmm. that uh, all the money we make will be from the band or from music, and they will go to the band. You know, like uh, yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah, yeah. So are you um, are you is the band still? Um, you're still putting money into it rather than it generating money to support itself? Not that much. That 
like yeah, the beginning, anymore, you yeah. know, not not like like we were, you know, a few years ago that I used to work in a cafeteria, in a coffee shop. Uh, mm-hmm. Lawrence was uh, a bartender as well, and uh, uh, he just stopped a few months ago. He quit yeah. his job, but uh, not awesome. to not to work only with music, but to do something that it's easier for him in order to be closer to music. You know, yeah, something yeah, that yeah. that it won't take a lot of energy from you because uh, what what we do, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I like it very much. And what we do is that. Uh, we do we uh, we organize our lives regarding the band mm. and uh, this is a name that we all have and it's uh, for me it's uh, you know i feel blessed to have people around me like Lawrence and George and uh, having you know the same goals in our minds oh so sweet so sweet it's so sweet this <laughs> <laughs> that's great um, yeah but uh, yeah, we definitely don't. We can't leave yet from the band. No. Mm. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, even uh, George, uh, he he's. Uh, I think he's managed to uh, uh, make uh, his life the most uh, around music, living from it, because he's uh, he he has this large. Uh, he has managed to get a very large, uh, you know, um, a, how do you call it, student base. You okay. know. So he teaches um, he teaches um, voice uh, techniques and uh, you know uh, singing and music theory and all stuff like that. So he he's he's basically leaving off uh, doing private lessons. You know, oh, that's great. Uh, uh, Stavros as well, uh, but you know it's it's more difficult. It depends on where you live. Also, uh, I mean uh, Stavros lives. Yes, uh, he didn't... does live so close to Athens. You know, he's a bit outside in the outskirts. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, but we all do stuff to, you know, complement the, the income. Yes. You know. Sure. Mm-hmm. But right now it's much better. I, I mean, we, we we right now we managed to close some deals that uh, actually you know uh, we get offers that are very very nice and we feel very nice about it. You know, mm. they they can call us up with an offer to play somewhere and uh, you know we we don't have to kind of beg for, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're kind of giving it to you now, so it's it means we have uh, you know managed to uh, to do something. I mean, we get offers from. Yes, it's yeah, a good, yeah. it's a good motiv- It's a motivation for us. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 for sure. Um, mm. So I did read that you on your bio you had another album you're working on. Is that is that almost out yet? Mm. No, Still. a few months it's... maybe. Okay. In about Still in five, in works, five or yeah. six months, I think, that yeah, we will yeah, be able yeah. to have the release of a new album. We are still in the composition parts, you know. Okay. Com- yeah, composing, yeah, yeah. composing is, it. Is that going to be yeah, another yeah. concept album? We wish. Yeah, we, we would like to. It's gonna be, hopefully, right? yeah, yeah. yes. Awesome. Uh, you know, kind of more like a loose concept uh, mm-hmm. yes. kind of thing. Not not Maybe. a strict concept album like uh, you know like uh, I don't know, like a King Diamond album or something like that. It's more. It's going to be more like. A, Lose concept around uh, something that we we want to keep secret for now. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. We're just not sure yet. So, <laughs> what? Um, yeah. So I I noticed you've got uh, right now you've got booked a summer date with the um, the Commendatio Music Fest in Portugal. Yes, in Portugal. With a killer yes. lineup. Um, yeah, any yeah, other yeah. big gigs you've got coming up, or is that still? TV? Yeah. We have uh, many things in uh, you know in our plans, like a uh, few few more festivals. Yep. Uh, that we haven't uh, you know make them public yet. Yeah, they're they're TBA. Yeah. Yeah, they're TBA, and uh, we also working on a tour uh, yeah. near you know April May some something like this. Uh, we come back, we record the album, we play in festivals, and then we leave again for another tour to support the ne- the next album that will come. Awesome. Any um, any dates in the U.S. yet? I know that's mm. challenging because of the visa issue. We would like to. We, we I would really like to go to the U.S. Yeah, we would love that. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's. Awesome. I think that it. it's an opportunity that we have to, you know, to follow. Yeah, what yeah. We're we're always. Yeah, we're always looking for uh, opportunities to play in the U.S. You know, uh, mm. it's a dream to do that for everyone. Mm-hmm. I think. Yes. Uh, but uh, you know, it's it's also the visa thing that you said, Simon. It's uh, it's very you know 
challenging to get everything yes, right there. For sure. But also, it's it's you know it's the financial thing as well because we can't uh, really plan a tour on our own in the US mm-hmm. uh, uh, because I don't know if you know we have to reach out to people uh, that we don't even know by yes, now. So. Uh, but we're, we're slowly looking into it, you know, so that we can do something that would be manageable financially, you know, because it's it's also very expensive to get there yep. for us. The, so Yes, uh, the, the be- maybe the best thing for yeah. the band is to start something like a support act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Maybe that would exactly, be the, exactly. you know, time, time to time uh, we have some... Uh, we have yeah, we've had some you know, offers, like not yeah, some, offers, but, uh, yes. you know, like, yeah some ideas maybe to go with the bands and stuff like that. And we'll see, we'll see if we would, li- we'd really like to go to the States. To yeah, 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 yeah. But it's also, you know, it's very hard for, I think for European bands and maybe for, uh, even more for us, uh, uh, you know, Mediterranean, uh, you know, bands, because uh, uh, they, they kind of think that it's very difficult for us to go all the way from Greece to the US, you know, which is partially true. But uh, I mean, we, we will do it if we get a, if we get yes, the opportunity, of course. so sure. of course, yeah, I mean, I've, no. I've heard some uh, even larger bands like from the UK and stuff um, having to cancel last minute because the passports didn't go through or the visa didn't oh, exactly. Go through. And that exactly, you know, yeah. I've seen a couple of bands that almost went bankrupt because of it because they already paid for the tickets and the uh, exactly, shipping man, fees, yeah. and then it's like, what do you do? The US government's not going to re- refund that, so yeah, yeah, Which exactly, sucks, exactly. But, Yes. Yeah, I think it wasn't it banned. Uh, I, I think a few weeks or months uh, ago uh, that uh, they had to like stay there and, and uh, you know like in between uh, you know uh, at the mm-hmm. airport like uh, they were accepted at the airport but they couldn't go start touring and uh, they were staying there and everything just went to shit and uh, you know they had to go back again and uh, it sucks. Yeah, that does suck. It's, it's, yeah. Go- going forward, the um, ha- have you? Have you guys uh, released any music prior to uh, streaming becoming a thing? Yeah, yeah. Or did you start? You did. So, what what what's your opinion on on the move from physical media to streaming? Oh, okay. Yeah, but we had released. I mean, uh, the Great Secret Show, the first album that uh, the band released in two thousand nine, I think, right? Yes. Uh, that was before the era of uh, Spotify, you know. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, YouTube was a thing, but uh, not. I don't think it was really that really that big at, the, at that time you know sure so it was basically cds when uh, the great secret show was released so uh and uh, i i remember that it did really good here in greece you know because uh, they didn't do a worldwide release on that uh, album okay i think because it was a small label uh or did he, did he do it on his own uh, george i don't remember stavros i think i think that they... something like they had a cooperation with uh, the you know me. Oh yeah, yeah, but like a, we had distribution, distribution, small yeah, a small distribution, distribution label, uh, label, yeah, something like. Yeah, this. and it was only for Greece, I think. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, but I, I think you know this streaming thing. It's uh, it's a bit you know, there's a dual ambiguous thing about it mm. because. Uh, I think it's great because people can listen to your music wherever they are. I mean, in the whole world, you can just, you know, get on Spotify or YouTube and uh, stream an album, you know. Uh, But of course, this has led to uh, the thing that bands can't, uh, you can't rely on, you know, getting money from CDs anymore. It's, it's, Mm. it's dead. That thing has died. You know, Mm. people do buy CDs and, uh, you know, maybe they buy some LPs and vinyls because yeah, on gigs, on gigs, right. Or they can order some vinyls because it's like a more of a vintage collector vibe about it. But, uh, you know, you don't expect to, to get the revenue from CDs anymore. That thing Mm. is, yeah. So, uh, but I, I don't know. I think things change, you know, uh, you just have to accept that. You can't fight that, you know. I mean, you can't say I'm not going gonna go on Spotify or whatever because yes. no one cares if you fight it. I mean, they they want to right. listen to your music on Spotify and they're gonna ask you why isn't your music on Spotify, and you can't say oh I'm against that, you know, and whatever because <laughs> no one's gonna listen to you. Uh, so yeah, so you just have to kind of balance that and go with yes. the flow and exactly. uh, try to do more live shows. I I think uh, it's more about gigging now. Mm-hmm. For bands, you know, you have to gig a lot. You have to do uh, a lot of shows. You have to try to play them as, as much, much as, as you can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So uh, and try if you want to get if you want to I mean I, if you want to get money from this you have to do shows that's the only thing you can rely on. So mm. yeah, it's basically merchandise and uh, live shows and touring and uh, I think that's the way to go now. It's it's not selling CDs anymore. So. Right, right. So yeah. um, what what do you see the uh, the business side like? You had major um, record labels, you know, back in the day, and now you know, those are going away. Where do you see that kind of side of the business going? Um, do you believe that they are going away? Really? I just think that these big companies um, are, you know, following some things in our era in order to be mm. bigger. So I don't yeah, think maybe. that, I don't think that, you know, the big labels or stuff like that are, uh, you know, going down yeah because, yeah because true, but a, on the other hand yeah because there is a such a big marketing you know uh, mm. office behind them and uh, sure. i don't think that uh, that they they can fall you know that easy mm. i don't think it's very easy for those companies you know to fall i believe that they have uh, people inside them that are you know are trying to uh to do what's what has to be done in order not to Right. But I mean, as far as maybe not the large corporations, but maybe that some of the more, I wouldn't say completely independent, but the mid-level companies like, I don't know, Roadrunner or someone like that, Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, where yeah. they're not need to quote unquote needed for the distribution and the, you know, selling the, the thing to people, like where do yeah. you see their role going? Oh, I, I I think they, they, they've got to move. Uh, I think they're already doing that, maybe. But I yes. think there's going to be a move towards, you know, the streaming platforms and there's going to be a exactly. move towards, uh, you know, online stuff and distribution. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. they, they're going to use their, uh, you know, their knowledge, their, uh, their working knowledge and, uh, you know, their, uh, uh, their networking uh, yes, exactly. abilities, you know, to, to, to like kind of become more uh, of a, to, to get an online, you know, an uh, online kind of uh, distribution thing going on. I think that's what's good. Uh, yes, exactly. That's they where they're going to go. I mean, yes. yeah. They won't, let the, they won't let their work, you know, to be wasted like this. They won't fall very yeah. easy. Yeah, I mean, it's like what we were discussing the other day, uh, Stavros, about, I mean, maybe like... Uh, for example, now nuclear blast, maybe okay. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, they, they are they are a very huge, you know, uh, label, and uh, we know that label from so many years back, you know. But uh, they they have this huge online presence right mm -hmm. now. I mean, uh, they don't they don't they haven't said like uh, okay, we don't care, we don't need the you know uh, this online shit. We're just uh, gonna sell our cities, you know. So they kind of moved over to that. And, uh, you know, if you if you go to their YouTube channel, they have, uh, I don't know, maybe like uh, 500, 600,000 subscribers exactly. or whatever. Mm. So they can use this platform to promote their artists. I mean, uh, as soon as a new artist gets a video through Nuclear Blast on their YouTube channel, it uh, like it just immediately just gets yeah, 100,000 yes, views, 200,000 yes. views, you know, mm. because it's through their channel. So all the subscribers are going to watch this. And everything so is monetized. Like, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it's difficult even small, yeah, and even smaller bands will want to get on a, a large, you know, a big, a big company like that because they are thinking in terms of views and uh, listeners. So they're going right. to say it's going to be better for me. I mean, you, you, bands are paying to get onto huge mm. labels, you know, even if uh, they don't know what's going to happen, they pay to get on so they can. Uh, mm you know, close a deal or they, they want to close a deal. I mean, it's uh, very helpful. It's sure. I don't know. Yeah. But so, the future will show. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So, um, what, what significant negative experience have you overcome and what did it teach you? Significant negative experience. Okay. Mm. Stavros, will you, do you want to start? Significant. Can you, can you tell the question again? Because I didn't get it. Significant. Uh, yeah. What, what significant negative experience have you overcome and what did it teach you? Uh, I don't think that, uh, it's, that's, you know, I'm speaking for myself now. Um, I don't think I have many negative experiences because I try everything to turn it into something positive. Uh, some, so everything for me is experience. It's not negativity. Mm. Um, but there are some things that uh, happen uh, maybe while we're touring 
um, because we we're not such a you know big band and uh, we don't know a lot of things. We don't ha- we didn't have the experience mm. in touring and uh, maybe something negative is that uh, uh, while you want to to work and uh, play music, you have to deal with uh, a thousand matters every day, and it won't let you have your mind uh, you know in the way that you that you feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it won't let you have your mind into playing music, into performing in front of audience, into composing music, uh, into writing lyrics, into thinking of concepts, into creating, uh, you know, um, the artwork of uh, your band, something like that. And you just have to leave everything aside and deal with uh, other stuff like uh, financial or Mm-hmm. you know or everything else um and uh, i'm thinking like this because i told you before that uh, when you do something that you like then you somehow don't let negative things uh come into your way you just mm-hmm. you just expect them you know you, sure. it's it's the it's the city part of the job let's say it's a, the it's right. a, it's a, the bad things that come to you in every job that you do uh but if you like what you do then you don't see it you know very negative you just have to deal with with everything you have to do it sure what about you uh Lawrence? oh yeah yeah i i i also agree with uh Stavros on that regarding uh you know the the music part and mm-hmm. uh I, I don't know are you asking more on a personal level or uh, any 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 like... big neg- you know any big experience that you you learned uh, something from sorry Lawrence. Mm. i'm sorry yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, something came into my mind is that uh, something that was uh, very bad for the band was uh, when we tried to, you know, to come in touch with, a, let's say, one of the, not very big, but one of the uh, big, uh, not very big, but not that big, one label. And uh, yep. they, they, they said that we, they wanted to, uh, they wanted to come in touch with us uh, for uh, the album Skin Syndrome to mm-hmm. you know to sign a contract or something but uh, then they realized that we are from Greece and uh, they said after two weeks they said oh uh, we can't uh, you know support so we don't sign yeah, yeah we don't we sign, don't sign southern European bands yeah, yeah. southern wow. so be- yeah. because uh, <laughs> <laughs> but see, it's funny now so that's what I'm yeah. saying so we take away the negativity and we just turn it into something that uh, okay yeah, okay, it's, it's, it's more of a, you know, okay, oh, is that how you want it? You know, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, don't sign us, no problem, man. We're going to do our thing and uh, maybe one day you'll say, fuck, I should have signed them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what exactly, <laughs> what you think, and it's very funny, you know. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you have to leave all, all the negativity aside. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but I, I mean, more on a personal level, I mean, with, uh, I think loss is maybe the biggest thing you can uh Mm. You you have to deal with uh, inevitably in your life because uh, it's always going to be someone that you lose. Uh, sure. uh, it, 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 it's, it, it will be your parents one day. It might be someone else, you know, uh, close to you. So uh, I think personally, the the most difficult thing I've dealt with was uh, the loss of my father. Then back in 2011, of course, mm. that was uh, very hard. Uh, but uh, you know. Uh, it's like I said, it's something you expect. I mean, it's going to happen. It's life. Sure. It's not that tragic because, uh, uh, you, am I, you know, I was like 30 back then, 29, 30. So mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't like I was very young and lost him. And uh, But it was nevertheless uh, something that had a big impact on me for uh, a long time. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, that's probably one of the you know most hardest thing. But I think we we all deal. Maybe it's uh, I don't want to you know uh, kind of uh, do this uh, sound like a bit cliche. But uh, you know when you're into this whole um, uh, art uh, part of uh, mm. life, you know you have to deal a lot with uh, mild depression. You have to deal a lot with anxiety. Because you're you're in an unstable place, mm. you don't have a regular job you can rely on. Uh, you're always expecting things to happen. You're always chasing after things. Mm-hmm. So this gives you kind of an unstable um, a routine in your life. You know what I mean? 
you don't know exactly what you're going to do. You have to be creative. Sometimes you can't be creative. And all this will, you know, it brings on some uh, other stuff together, uh, sure. like anxiety and all that, you know, if, um, if you can understand. I, I'm not saying that only, you know, musicians deal with this, of course, but uh, it's a part of uh, what you have to do, uh, you know. Absolutely. So uh, I think it's something we have to deal with every day, mm. more or less. Yeah. Well, Even thanks. If you, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Um, so flipping that around, what what's the biggest positive experience that kind of pushed you on this journey and said, you know, wow, I can, you know, I actually can do this. Mm. Yeah, I, I Stavros, I can uh, just start really fast and say that uh, for me, it was uh, definitely. Uh, First thing was when I uh, was approached by Yorgos to join the band because I was mostly playing classical guitar and uh, doing some acoustic shows and uh, stuff like that. I wasn't really, you know, into uh, doing much of the other band stuff, you know, at that period in my life. So that was a really cool thing because I said, oh, nice, uh, George. I knew him and I knew the band, but uh, I didn't know him well. He wasn't a friend of mine at that point. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he had the previous guitarist uh, had to leave because he had... Uh, he had family, he had his family, he couldn't, you know, follow this yeah, whole new thing who I was onto, mm -hmm. yeah, which is totally understandable and a very nice, you know, and a sincere move from him. I mean, if you can't do something, you just say it and uh, it's fine, you know. So uh, he approached me and then I joined the band and uh, I think, but I think the first very positive experience was when we actually got accepted on the Amorphis uh, tour, mm. the first one. And we went there and started, uh, you know, the whole tour and everything was just new to us. And it was an amazing experience. You know, we were sitting in the tour bus and uh, just looking at each other and saying, whoa, is this really happening now? You know what I mean? Uh, it was uh, unreal and a bit of surreal as well. Mm. I, you know, I remember to uh, we were talking with Stavros in the tour bus and we were just sitting in front uh, one night. I think there was a second or third night. We were traveling from one country to the other. And we were just sitting in the front of the tour bus and looking at the road and we were saying, whoa, man, fuck, we're, we're actually on a tour bus and we're actually on a tour with Amorphis and mm. uh, Omnium Gatherum at the time. And uh, yeah, that was uh, quite quite life-changing experience, actually, I think, for me. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. How about you, Stavros? Uh, I agree with Lauren is that um, the Amorphis tour was mm, something that so is... Jealous. Yes, but I would, I would I would say something else here that... I wasn't. I'm not uh, that uh, much of uh, an amorphous fan, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah. since I was a child, I was listening very much uh, Textures, the band that we were in the tour bus together. And mm. I remember yeah. one. Uh, remember one day I was driving and uh, I was listening to Textures, and uh, I said, "Oh my God! Imagine how it would be to be in a tour with this band." And I was very young, uh, with yeah. another band before before I uh, go before I went to Poem to play drums at Poem. Sure. I was about. Uh, 22 or yeah, but in my 20s, you know, I was 20 years old, about 20 or 22 years old, and I was listening to Textures, especially because I love their drummer, uh, Steph. Mm. Uh, I love him. I really like him. I li like his playing. I like his uh, style. It's exactly it's something that you know I would like to do as well to play like Steph. And um, when I when I realized that I'm going on tour with Textures, I was like. Really, uh, textures, not amorphous, you know. And uh, some someone might might say, "Okay, amorphous is a huge band. Why textures?" Because for me, that was the dream that came true mm -hmm. uh, to go on tour with textures, not with amorphous. That <laughs> you know, right, it's a right. little bit uh, <laughs> strange. But for me, that was the thing that uh, you know was amazing Absolutely. for me. Yeah, I love that. I, I love textures. They're a great band. Yeah, it's yeah, am amazing and amazing uh, persons as well. Yeah. Amazing guys! It was, Amazing. It guys. was pretty funny. Uh, I I just want to share a quick story if you if you, if you sure. don't mind, Simon. Absolutely. <laughs> regarding um, regarding textures, because uh, uh, before they came on the tour bus, uh, half the tour uh, was with Omnium Gatherum, mm -hmm. yeah, the Finnish band, yep. great band, uh, and the the rest, I think, twenty five days or something, was with uh, textures. Mm -hmm. So uh, when Omnium Gatherum left the tour bus, we had a day that uh, you know we were expect we were going to play in in, uh, in the Netherlands, and uh, Texas would join after the the show, and we would continue the tour. So uh, you know I was with Stavros, and we were just sitting around and chatting, and then we said like, okay, so Omnium Gatherum when they were partying in the tour bus, 
they would usually just grab, you know, some vodkas and beers and uh, get in the back of the tour bus and, uh, you know, sit there and listen to music. <laughs> some obscure they were listening to, to they could listen to from michael jackson to yes, uh, rush exactly. and uh yeah you know what greg howe and whatever and so gl- we were like, glam okay, rock so, and, and glam uh, rock yeah they yeah. were really funny so uh, and then we said with stavros yeah but what would textures do when they party and we were oh, like maybe God. they just sit in the tour bus and listen to a metronome <laughs> and you know, gather around the metronome <laughs> and just sit there and like yeah and what happened was that actually the the next day we went on the tour bus with stavros and they were sitting there it yes. was around 12 o'clock in the morning and yes, they the, were trying the to guess the metronome and, and were, bpm you know? and they were yeah, actually and they that. were sitting around the metronome <laughs> yes actually, i remember that <laughs> like five guys around the metronome steph the drummer was sitting with the metronome on and it was like it was really, really concentrating yes, and it was and like guys... and it, the metronome was like and everyone else was like okay and there and steph was like yeah but maybe you could do like and they were playing the rhythms. The other guy was like, oh, very nice. I think that's eight, 167 BPM. Or, or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And I, Star Wars, it was like, oh, no, man, this can't be true. You know, yes, they're actually partying around the metronome. Yes, and they have, textures, you, know, you know, and they were, they were talking to each other and they, and they said, like Lauren said, they're partying around the metronome. They said, okay, now let's play. How many BPM do you think it's this? Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was their game, you know, it was yeah, their yeah, party yeah, time. They were insane. Yeah. That, that's a new level of, uh, of nerd. Of partying. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's a new level of nerd, nerd partying, man. Yes, that's a, that's nerd a new level. Pro, prog metal nerd partying. Yeah. <laughs> Family games, you know, well, guess the metronome. That's killer. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, so what, what, what does music mean to you? Oh, big question. Big question, yeah. Uh, I uh, I don't know what. Uh, I don't think it's very easy to answer what uh, music means to me. I don't know what. Uh... But uh, <laughs> I can say that if I didn't have music, I would be maybe in a, you know would be crazy right now. Mm. You know, with a how do you call this? <laughs> uh, straight jacket. Jack, straight jacket. Yes. Straight jacket. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If I didn't have drumming and music. And Lawrence, <laughs> I would be maybe in a hospital right now, you know, with a straight jacket. Yeah. Like Robert Fripp. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. It's, uh, I think it's, uh, it's something, uh, for, for me, it's something natural. I feel that it's, uh, it's been there, it's there, and uh, it's just a part of my life. I, I can't uh, imagine not having it, you know. Mm. Uh, it's so it's pretty much everything. Uh, it's what you want to do. It's what you want to listen. You want to listen to music. You want to play it, and uh, yes. you want to play with your mates. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's. I think it's this, and and also a part of that then becomes that you want to uh, uh, show the. You want to show another person what you've created. I think Absolutely. that's uh, the magic of uh, music that you can actually, yeah, I mean, everyone gets, everyone can do this on their own. I mean, it doesn't have to be that, but uh, you, you can enjoy music just by sitting at home and listening to it. You can enjoy while playing, you can enjoy playing in front of two people and maybe you just love to play in front of 5,000. I don't know. Everyone, you know, has his own uh, thing there. But for me, it's like uh, when you start playing, you, you want to show this to someone else. You want to, you know, you want to see what they will feel if they will feel something. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you see that they do, that's the biggest reward you can get as a, you know, as a yes, exactly. live playing musician or whatever. It's, uh, I think it's the most beautiful part when mm-hmm. uh, you're playing. So I think music is about sharing uh, this thing. It's about, uh, it's, it's about sharing. It's about making someone else understand that uh, they th- there are other people that feel the same. There are other people that like the same things like, as you and that uh, are um, being sad about things or being depressed about the same things. It's uh, it's kind of a big hope community that doesn't have any boundaries. Absolutely. No, uh, yeah, no, yeah. no language barriers. No, it's not about color language. It's, not, it's just music. It's uh, something universal. So it's very beautiful. Yes, yeah, and I, I believe that it's not a, 
maybe you you will laugh about this, but uh, it's it's not uh, you know um, uh, you know in the ancient years they had news they 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 talked yeah. for music as it it's something divine you know and that tells that tells it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the muses, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. So, uh, what? where can people find out about the band and where you're touring and, and where your music lives? Oh, great. Yeah, we have, uh, we have our, uh, we have our Facebook page. Uh, I can give you all this, uh, if you want, uh, the info here. Uh, we've got the Instagram, I mean, uh, Facebook, uh, we have our site, of course, that mm-hmm. we update regularly. So, uh, we're everywhere online we can be, awesome. <laughs> you know, so that's basically how we do that. Or through our Spotify page, you know, yeah, when Spotify, we YouTube channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We YouTube do all channel. announcements yeah. there. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and yeah. what, what song would you like to play at the end of the episode? Oh, um, maybe brightness of loss, maybe. Yeah. If Lawrence yeah. agrees. I agree, Lawrence. Yes. Oh, thank you, Lawrence. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> no, no, please, thank you, Lawrence. <laughs> no, no, thank you, thank you. Oh no, Lawrence, wait. please, come on. Lawrence. No, 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 no. Oh, please, please, Lawrence, please. No, 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 please. It's on me. It's on me. It's on me. <laughs> uh, but Simon, I, I wanted to ask you actually because uh, I, I didn't uh, have have time to uh, to look uh, into much of the stuff. I I wanted to ask about you. What are you doing? What am I doing? Um, so, <laughs> sure. No, that's a really good question. No, I, so obviously I'm doing the podcast, but I, um, yeah. I, I'm kind of in between bands right now. Uh, I'm a guitar oh, nice. player as well. Um, nice. I've done, I, I've joined a couple of bands as a bass player here and there. Um, right now, uh, this year looks like uh, a bunch of writing. Um, I got a, a friend who does the music of this podcast, uh, Bruce. Um, he's doing a, a solo prog metal thing right now, and I'm going to do uh, guitar on one track. Oh, um, awesome. And then, yeah, I, I'm going to write a bunch of stuff, and he's going to do the drums for it. So we'll just see what, what comes out of that. Cool. Okay, cool. So experimenting. That's very with, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, experimenting yeah. with stuff. Um, I've got a bunch. Yeah, it, it's the whole thing. I've got a bunch of hard drives with little snippets of ideas, and that I just got to yeah. kind of gather up and put all together in a DAW, and just kind of yeah, you know, yeah. start start working it all out. So yeah, yeah. What what's your opinion on uh, uh, you know all this uh, new way of writing music? Then I mean, uh, do you prefer uh, that you can Jump sit home and, yeah, uh, yeah. and and do this kind of thing, or would you prefer like going into a studio and jamming these things out? Um, I mean, it depends. Uh, I've I've definitely found it really easy to if you get the right person that you're playing with, or the right couple of people, um, stuff just comes out. And, and it's really yeah. productive. And then other times, if I, I'm sitting there with the, with the laptop and just jamming on something, um, stuff comes out and vice versa. Sometimes you get the wrong person and you just like, so what do we do? Yeah. And then, you know, you get writer's block sitting in front of a computer. So I guess it's, it's, exactly. it's yeah. situation dependent. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a nice yes. way to put it. Yeah, I agree, actually. I think, yeah, yeah. it's a big thing. I mean, uh, I, I kind of remember because... Uh, I'm old now, you know, so... Uh, I'm actually no, but, older than both of you. Are you? Really? No. Yes. I'm 40. You look younger, man. No, I'm, 40, old, I'm 40 40 as well. almost 41. Oh, uh, nice. Okay, but we're, we're, we're the same age, basically. So yeah, yeah. Almost, like, two, three years, two, three give or take. So, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I, I, can, I can very distinctly remember having a, a, a mini-disc recorder, four-channel mini-disc recorder. Mm-hmm. It was the first kind of semi-digital recorder I had. Sure. And I was amazed because, you know, we didn't have computers. So I had this, uh, suddenly you had this uh, uh, way to record l- like multiple tracks, you know. Yeah. And I was amazed. I was like, whoa, I can sit at home and record. And then, you know, when you got the first PC or Mac or whatever, and you could get uh, maybe Cubase VST32 mm-hmm. or which one was the first one. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I never and had Cubase, but yeah, I remember the VST. Yeah, yeah I, like the first DAWs you, you could get, you know. And and suddenly you could just uh, record tracks yeah, and yeah. you know move them around and, and, and copy it was them like, and Whoa. paste them yeah. and you know mm-hmm. let's hear it this way let's hear it that way yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it was like it's sort of revolutionary you know I oh, mean yeah. it was uh, and I and actually remember I read somewhere somewhere that um, an interview by uh, they did with uh, Glenn Gould the piano player okay. the, the great one 
Uh, he was interviewed sometimes in the, I think, mid-70s or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, he's actually made, he's actually done some of the, I think, maybe for me, at least, uh, the greatest uh, Bach recordings in, uh, you know, that's ever been done okay. uh, for piano. So anyway, he, he didn't, he didn't really like playing live shows, although he was, I mean, he was superior to anyone at the mm-hmm. time. But uh, so he said in one interview that I think that, uh, you know, the future of music should be that we should be able to record stuff and then be able to uh, choose the best parts that we've recorded and stick them together to make a perfect recording. Mm. And that came from a guy that was, you know, a a classical piano player. Mm. So, I mean, uh, and and it was like years ahead because he actually believed that, you know, people should be able to listen to the best result. Sure. So actually, right now you have the opportunity to do that. You know, there's no excuses for being doing bad recordings and things like that. I mean, you just have them in front of you, you record, you cut, you, you put them together, and then you, yeah, and then you can jam the whole thing and be sure you can play it, you know. But, uh, I mean, so it's, it's a great uh, era, actually, you know, yeah, this like uh, whole home recording thing. And, I completely uh, agree. Yeah, yeah. So, awesome. Well, um, right. yeah, it, yeah, this was a great, uh, great interview. Um, really oh, appreciate you, you uh, joining me. Uh, thank, um, you thank you very much, much for everything. For everything really, really, we appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, please we, send. We if honored. you could, please uh, send uh, send some of your uh, stuff, man. I would really yeah. like to hear uh, yeah, yeah. some things. If you if you don't mind, I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah, once once you get something uh, taken care of, sure, I will. I'll definitely yeah, yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and I, cool. I hope awesome. uh, I hope you get over here and uh, I see I get to uh, meet you in person and and see a show. Would definitely as well. Definitely. Yeah, so, we hope so. Yeah. Really, really hope so. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. So uh, yeah, thank you very much and uh, thank cool, you, Simon, man. for yeah, everything. Good luck. Good luck for the future. Good luck for you. Thank you, Simon. Same to you, man. Same to you. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. You as well. Thanks once again for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this interview. I'd really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes because it really helps to get the word out. I think the information that the band's artists and other business people are sharing with me is extremely useful for the musicians community. Don't forget to check out the show notes from this and every other episode at the website at musiconyourownterms.com. And while you're there, sign up for the newsletter so you can stay in the loop about upcoming episodes and other events happening with the podcast. Stay tuned to social media because I'm really considering putting up a Patreon account in case anyone feels like they want to support what I'm doing um, just to help me cover costs at this point. Producing a podcast is not free. But I really want to showcase bands and artists' music that I find interesting. And I want to provide a platform for people to learn business concepts and change their mindset to a can-do attitude. So let me know if that's a thing you'd be willing to support. As always, keep pushing the needle and be excellent to each other. This is Poem with Brightness of Loss. Yeah.